Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, 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 everyone. We are we are what two minutes two minutes behind. <laughs> we had a little technical difficulty there, but we are rocking and rolling now. So you know what that means. This program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. Total El Mundo, as Kaylin would say. <laughs> If, yes, you, if you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on as well as a vehicle to drive your goals like what, Kayla Patterson? Like a Mack truck through ice cream, sugar sprinkles with some snickerdoodle and chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. Check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's talk. I am Desiree Fletcher Carruthers, and he is Kalen Patterson. And together we are Team Awesome of P4P yep. Talk with Desiree and Kaylin. Yep. How are you doing, Kaylin? Bam. I'm doing pretty good. Bam. Bam. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. Well, tell me something, Kaylin Patterson. I feel like there's a question looming out there, and I feel like you have the question. So yes. lay it on it. Yes, I do. Uh, I had made a comment on Garino Mackey's page. Uh, he was posting, his wife had actually posted a picture of him getting ready for a nice sh- upcoming show, and it was on a Friday. Uh, it's the IPE show. And they were, re- I guess, referring, well, not, not guessing, they referred to our show we did with Mike Porter and some of the big shows that he was going to be missing, but we didn't identify some of the big shows that are coming up. And I thought that was a very uh, a very nice way of basically calling us out about, you know, we talk about the big shows, but we don't really address them by name. And I accept that challenge, and I, I, I had let you know about it so we could basically get a heads up, even though it was kind of last minute. We did have our guests basically not be able to do it, so this would be a great time to address it. I know you've been following the sport for a long time, and you've had your favorites, and I have mine as well. So we'll dive right into it from there. All right. So, yes, our guest tonight, she is suffering from a bad cold. So we are wishing her well. We'll unveil who she is when she actually gets on the show, but uh, we're hoping she's going to recover it. I want to say one of the big shows for the fall, and hold on here, 
So I need to just double check one more thing because there's actually two shows that are sitting in my frontal lobe that I wanted to start with. And do, 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 do. Boom! That's right. So the first one I'm going to start with is the Casey Classic. And that's mm-hmm. on September 14th. So that one is coming up here um, in in short order. And the Casey Classic has always been one this of those weekend. that um, it is this weekend. That's right. Um, so that's why I wanted to make sure that I hadn't already uh, missed that one. I didn't want to overlook it. I knew it was coming soon, but I wasn't sure quite how soon. But, I mean, this is one of the early shows that was already running a two-stage format. I mean, even, Mm -hmm. I don't know, what, five, six years ago, they already had that going on because of the sheer size of their show. They would run amateurs and pros at the same time. And so I just have to give a shout-out to the KC Classic as one of the big shows towards the end of the year. Because, really, we are towards the end of the year. You've got September, October, and November. And that's pretty Mm -hmm. much going to wrap up the 2019 competitive season. So we are in the last quarter of um, true competition. So I want to kick off with that one. With that being said, I mean, the last time we were at Casey Classic, or at least the last time that I was there, you know, there was well over 100 athletes competing at that show. Oh, yeah. Well, well beyond that. And uh, yeah. It's one of the, the uh, which we, we have fan favorites and we have athlete favorites. And this was is one of those that happens to be both. Uh, big, big yep. show. Uh, out, uh, have really done an amazing job with it. They've always done an amazing job with it. And they haven't been slacking on the awards or presentation or the time on stage for the athletes. Uh, they also presented in a well-documented format for the, the, uh, the fans. So it covers everything, and it's one of those that excited really well for the athletes and presented really well for the fans. So it's 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 a fan favorite and an athlete favorite. And plus, you know, Missouri in that region just seems to be uh, very dominant for natural athletes, and and it, they all find a way to get down there and, and compete. So it's always good for anybody involved, and it's just amazing how much space they have for the sponsors how much space they have for the athletes and how much space they give to the, the fans alike. So it's really something to see. I enjoy it every time I'm down there. And, yes, as you are correct, the last time we were down there, it was both of us, and it was amazing. I don't think we stopped running until it was time to leave, and then we couldn't run because we were too tired. So, you know, it's it's one of those, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of fun. And we get to see a lot of athletes that aren't competing, and get to find out the who's who and the what's what, even as uh, we're waiting for people to get on stage. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. So <clears throat> that one, sorry, I've got a tickle in my throat. I'm, I'm wondering if I've got a cold coming oh. I don't have a cold coming on. I don't no, have a don't cold coming on. I'm don't just there you go. Right, so September 14th, this weekend, starting at 9 a.m., it's a running format, so this is going to be a continual, continual, uh, continual movement there, um, and it's going to be at the Rockhurst High School. 
So if anybody's going to be checking that out, let us know. And, you know, guys, if you're attending shows, send us pictures. Everybody's taking pictures. We try to post the pictures that we have, but we would love to post any pictures that you guys have too, and we can give credit to who took them. So shoot us the pictures. You can uh, either send them via text if you happen to have either of our cell phones, or you can just send them via Facebook Messenger to the P4P Real Talk Facebook page. Let us know who it is you're photographing, and uh, we should already see who's sending it, and we will share those on our page. So we're always encouraging. Check out the shows. So we're talking about favorite shows as far as fan favorites and athlete favorites, competitor favorites. So hopefully you guys are going to get out there and check some of these out if you are able. So that's my uh, that's my leadoff show for this conversation. Kaylin, what do you have up next on your radar? Well, I'm going to uh, backtrack just a couple of steps and um, go back to what Brandon Lirio had said when he was on our show. And it's something that Des just pointed out as well. I mean, we say we're fans and we love the sport. We should be supporting it more, and this would be a great way to do so is by sharing the pictures of the athletes, of the the people that are competing, and the people that are in attendance that are well-known natural athletes among us and our peers, as well as the people that love them as far as fans. So, you know, this is a great way to give back without costing you anything other than being there and supporting the sport as a whole. So I, I like that idea, Dad, and I, I hope it uh, brings forth much fruit. Uh, the next one mm-hmm. that I would like to talk about is the one that, that I'm, I've always been a fan of since its inception, and that's the Minnesota Mayhem. Uh, and it's simply because of how the athletes have been addressed and the fans have been supporting it. And that region, like Missouri and uh, Kansas, it seems to find a way to get the natural athletes to show up in abundance, uh, well over 100 competitors as well. So, you know, it's always nice to be up there. It's, it's, it's travel, but it seems to find its way for the athletes to want to be there and want to set foot on stage. I mean, I'm glad with what's going on for the natural movement. Uh, we're getting a lot of help, uh, unassisted help, sadly, by a lot of the incidents that are happening so close to the IFBB Olympia that uh, people are saying, well, if there's so much going on with the accusations and the drugs and everything else, there's a lot that's basically falling out. And uh, the fallout is basically falling onto the natural arena because people are saying, like we did way back in the day, that we simply didn't know that they weren't enhanced. So now that they have an option, they have plenty of options, and the big shows that are basically being spoken of word of mouth are now also becoming in print. So it's really nice that we're getting that in one of the one of the shows that's for the bigger in the region, aside from the natural Olympia out in Vegas, is the Mayhem and the this is the world, right? Kansas City, no, the Kansas City Classic. And I, I will bring up the world after that. But the mayhem is my one of my favorites because uh, it's just the way it addresses the athletes and the people in attendance. Yep. And so the Minnesota Mayhem. I mean, and this is a show that just continued. It's been big since it debuted. I mean, when the Minnesota Mayhem hit the scene, that's all that the athletes who competed in it could talk about as far as just 
how well the show was run, the sponsors, the goodie bags, the treatment of the athletes. I mean, it was the buzz for pretty much the whole year until the next year. So, and now yeah. it's grown to a two-day format. It used to be the Minnesota Mayhem just took place on one day, but now it's over two days. And this year, that is um, October 11th and 12th. So it is really, I mean, it has lived up to the hype, and it continues to live up to the hype and grow. So that is just awesome. So, But I think before we hit ITE World, though, we're going to have to take a, a little step backwards. And even though okay. this show is still relatively new, I think we would be um, – in error not to touch on the P for P undefeated. And I'm not saying that just because this is P for P real talk with Desiree and Kalen, but really the boys from P for P, they outdid themselves with their first show and it's, and it's on the fast track to be another Minnesota mayhem and Casey classic and what have you, just because of all of the effort that they put into it to be creative, to treat the athletes well, to give them um, them the winners, the winning athletes, um, you know, sponsorship opportunities that hadn't been seen before. I mean, they have their King and Queen of the Hill competition, offering extra prize money to the pros um, who are able to either maintain their winning status or to whoever knocks the King and Queen off of their hill. They put the uh, King and Queen of the Hill on canisters of their product and put it out there. I mean, it really, really just was over the top on so many different levels. Um, so I think we need to throw them in the mix. Even though they're still really new, we would be remiss in not mentioning them. And that show is actually coming up um, October 5th of yes. this year. And so Kaylin and I are both planning to be at that show. So if oh, yeah. we are, you know, Running this down in order, you've got the KC Classic coming up this weekend. You're going to have P for P Undefeated coming up um, October 5th. And then you have the um, Minnesota Mayhem that's coming up the following weekend. So these are all high-caliber shows getting ready to kick off here in quick succession over the next couple of weeks. So with all of that being said, Kaylin Patterson, Lay it on us about the IPE World Championships. Well, that is one of those uh, that had both Des and I with the wow factor because this, it, it seems to be perennial where no matter what, you're going to get the best of the best. And yeah. I know that there are competitors that stick around that would have stopped their season of competition, but because they ended up peaking so close to the IPE world, it's worth it's worth that one or two weeks of extra prep and dieting. And they really want that title. I mean, really want that title. It, it's one of those that's uh, really high up there. I think it would be uh, what well, it would be much higher than the the Chi Town Showdown. But for on the amateur side, I know the Chi Town Showdown popular for the sword and the way they represent the family atmosphere but the IPE worlds just that title alone for that region for this region the midwest it's one of those that's really really coveted 
and I, I'm amazed at the competition that that's been on stage. And these athletes are out there for sometimes 20 minutes, 30 minutes on stage trying to find out who's the top five, not who's first place, who's in the top five. They're out there for at least a half an hour. So it's it's amazing to watch uh, as fans. You definitely get your money's worth for your tickets. It, it's just an amazing show, and I, I've I've never seen a bad uh, presentation as far as the athletes being on stage bringing their absolute best. So it's it's one of my favorites simply because you you, you get that wow factor from start to finish. I, I think if it were a movie, it would be a blockbuster, and you definitely want a trilogy because you wouldn't get enough of it the first time you saw it. It's just one of those hands down, bar none, good good shows. Yeah. You know, I would have to say for the shows that we've mentioned, I would say they're all both fan favorites and competitor favorites. And yeah. also, just keep in mind, guys, we're talking about big shows at the end of the year. Clearly, there are big shows that happen at the beginning of the year and in the middle, but the focus of tonight is just at the end of the year. So if you're, if you're back there wondering, well, what about this show and what about that show? Well, yeah. that's if, if they're not happening in the last quarter, then that's not what we're talking about. We'll have to kick off the next competition season with the big shows that uh, get everything launched um, at the beginning of each year. So, but, you know, and I think the reason that we can classify all of these shows as competitor favorites and athlete favorites is, A, these shows draw, all, yes. you know, not all, but these shows draw big competitors, they draw big numbers, and that's what athletes like, um, or at least I hope that's what they like. That's what I like as an athlete. So, and they all have histories of treating their athletes well. So when you have happy athletes and you have large numbers of happy athletes, then the fans are in for a treat. And and those are the shows that they want to be at and the shows that the athletes want to compete at. So, I mean, you know, I don't know if I can name a show that would be a competitor favorite that wasn't an athlete's favorite. I don't know. How about, I mean, can you, Kaylin? That that's a tough one. Hold on. Um, oh wow! I, I, it would be in the early part of the year. I know one that's really popular among the the competitors is uh, the Diva Classic, and yeah. I know there's yeah it it does very well with the athletes, but it's still catching on with the uh, with the fans in attendance because I don't really don't think they know how to take what's being done with that show. I know it works well for the PNBA out in, uh, with the cancer uh, show they have in California, but it's not, uh, it's still basically catching on in, in this region. And I find that uh, amazing considering we have so many top natural female athletes, but I, I think that's the only one that comes to mind. But if you're talking about in the fall, I can't think of any because like, they're all like everybody talks about that. I don't. I don't know why they're not more popular amongst the mainstream because they're so relevant in our daily conversation leading up to them. I mean, uh, it's 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 one of those where you have to scratch your head sometimes. This. You know, I would I would have to agree with that um, as far as the conversation about the diva. And granted, it's not. 
um, in the time frame of what we're talking now. But because it is an all-female show, um, I think it is still a little different. I mean, clearly they're going to draw the family members and the friends of everyone competing, but, you know, just sheer fans of the sport. I think because it is all-female, and I hate to have to admit it, but because it is, it's not going to draw everyone that a mixed show would. But maybe one day it will. Maybe well, I'm, one day I'm really it will. Because it, it's, it's a good show. And, it, it, yeah, I, I know you guys are going to call out Dad and I about not being there. But we have been very committed to uh, prior shows on the day that it falls. And uh, we're praying. We're really praying for a, a three-week. I would do the three weeks in a row easily for all three shows, the Heart of America, the, the Diva Classic, and the Chi-Town Showdown, if they would just give us the opportunity. I mean, we have yet to be afforded it, but we as fans look look forward to that day because it's it's one of those that's on our to-do list. Uh, if anybody goes to our prior shows, they'll definitely hear us talking about it. Uh, we've always wanted to be there, and we've always wanted to support it because it's it's a very – a very good idea, and it, it's well beyond its time of being done. So I, I definitely want to be there. I definitely want to be in attendance. And the competitors that show up really bring top-notch physique. So, yeah, as a fan, I definitely want to be a part of that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's the only reason we haven't been there yet <clears throat> is because we just can't get there because the dates just never seem to work out. So hopefully, you know, if anybody out there has any pull with a promoter, help a brother and sister out. <laughs> there you go. Can't there you their go. shows, um, you know, in consecutive weekends instead of all on the same weekend. So, yeah. all right. So we've covered the uh, Casey Classic. We've covered um, the Minnesota Mayhem. We have covered um, the P4P Undefeated. Um, and uh, IPE Worlds, and there's really only other one super huge show on my radar for the fall, and I know you know what that is, Kalen, but before we get that far, I just wanted to see, you know, is there something on your radar that I'm missing that you would classify in our big end-of-the-year fan favorite, competitor's favorite list? Well, I, there's uh, the NGA in Florida, and I, I don't know what they, they had followed on. That's why I haven't brought it up yet. Then there's the DFAC Worlds, and then there's the Orton. Yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. So those are two good shows that, that, should, be, that should be called out. Yes. And we haven't, you know, and we haven't had anyone from the DFAC scene on our show in quite a while. I think we need to uh, remedy that because DFAC was hot and heavy on the scene, doing great things, and, you know, then we had a few little bumps in the road, and I know they're still yeah. out there doing great things, but I feel like I haven't yes, heard have. a darn thing about them. Well, I haven't heard a darn thing about no, them no, uh, in a while. What, I did, what I've heard hasn't been good, and it's not because of uh, Vicky or Rich Fitter. This is something that came from an outside source, basically saying they were going to support the sport and support the the defect, 
and ended up uh, being very shady, and that's being very nice with what I'm saying it and how I'm saying it. But uh, a lot of uh, basically backdoor business uh, hurt them a lot, so they've been staying mostly overseas, and uh, you know the defect is taking a hit on stateside. So they they'll get their comeback. They're getting their comeback. Basically, just pulling their resources and trying to get uh, back to uh, identifying the athletes the way they want to, because you know they they are very much about the athletes. And if they can't put on a great uh, show or presentation, then they really don't want to do it. And that's uh, been really uh, kind of a slowdown for what they're doing. They're still doing shows in the in, in the states. I, I don't want people misunderstanding or misinterpreting what I'm saying. But I know as far as uh, Vicky and, and the rest of the bunch uh, making it stateside, that has been an issue because they didn't want to cost the, the organizations or the league and, and what they were doing as far as presenting the show. So I think that's why, because that star power that they bring uh, hasn't been there. It, it uh, hasn't been as outspoken because they are very passionate about the sport and they are very vocal about it as well. So that's the reason we haven't heard much from the DFAC. Gotcha. Well, there you go. I haven't been in on the scuttle, but I guess now that stands to reason why um, we haven't seen as much from them um, over the past year. But I will say the DFAC World Finals, they're still being held in Miami this year, and that's October 26th. So that show is still taking place. so, yeah, any uh, DFAC fans out there, DFAC athletes, if you're planning on being at that show, hit us up. Let us know. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what's no, going on. and to Vicky when she gets stateside. That, that's a given. Um, and that, that's perfect. definitely what we want to do. Yes. All right. So, all right. And then the 2019 – Yorton Cup. Now, I remember. Now, the Yorton is still big. The Yorton is yes. still big. But I remember when, like, Yorton was it. You know, now we've had that some other show. shows that are kind of bubbled up to the same caliber. But back in the day, it was the Yorton. And if you won at the Yorton, you really won something special. Yes. You were the man and the woman. Yes. Now, I got to talk about the Yorton because uh, we had a lady from our region, uh, Corinne Perrell, and she was hitting stage at the Yorton right when it was at its uh, apex. It was like the mountaintop. And we were really supportive of it. So, you know, a lot of us that weren't even competing traveled out there to to do it. And (laughs) I had... Oh, my goodness. I had, uh, if anybody knows my road trips, they're never, uh, not too easy. And I had to go through Canada. And I, me and Canada just don't talk when it comes through customs. So, yeah, that was one of those, one of those times. And, boy, I've got a story about that, but we'll uh, share that later at another show. But um, it, it was one, I mean, it, it, the show is just popular uh, with, with the fans and, and like that says, if you wanted the Orton, 
you had won something major. So it, it it's not something that was taken lightly. Anybody that went out there wanted to do their best, and if you won there, you won something special. And I think Patricia Payne had won the Yorton twice in a row, and she became like all world because, you know, that's that was the best of the best, the elite, and she was toppling them easily when, when she was going. And I got to see uh, uh, Terry McBee and I are, are great friends, and it was great to, to, be, to be in the backstage. And this is back when Alex Ellis was still the reigning uh, champ. And it was a lot going on. Yeah. But it's just when, when they were winning, that's when it was at its apex, its zenith. So though, when you won at the Orton, you did something big. And I, I hope the, the, the listeners, well, I, I see you guys are like, okay, Cameron, enough. But I'm telling you, it, it's really something special when you have that kind of atmosphere and electricity at a show because everybody on stage is a celebrity. And when you have people like Phil Ricardo, uh, Cleveland Thomas, Martin Daniels showing up to, to compete at these shows, that's something big. Robert Johnson, and then on the women's side, you have Brenda Ray, you have uh, a Deb, oh, what, what, Beckman, Beckman, and, and she had a, used to have a, another name. Uh, back in the day, she before she was married. So it, it's it's when you have people like that that are, are winning, it's it's really something special because they are coming from their region and basically representing the region, uh, almost like the Big Ten or, or the Pac Ten or the SEC. If you're talking about sports, where you're, you're taking you're you're taking that region, being the Midwest or, or the Bible Belt or the Southern states, and you're going. And everybody's going to that, so that was that kind of draw for that show, and it just worked out well for for the the organization and the promoter alike. So it, it's really something when you can have that kind of atmosphere, and that was one of the first ones where I saw that kind of uh, identity, where you were representing your region and, and getting on stage. So I, I didn't want to leave that out when it comes to to big shows because that's the kind of feel that you got from that. That's yeah, no doubt. So the Yorton this year is coming up uh, October 26th in Washington, D.C., and that the Yorton mm-hmm. is an OCB show. So yeah. back in the day, OCB had the biggest show. Of course, you have IPE World. IPE is the pro arm of the NANBF, and then you have, um, oh, my gosh, what flag is Mayhem rolling under? INBA, PNBA? Yes. <laughs> I feel like I say that, but I don't want to be confused that, you know, the Minnesota Mayhem and the Mayhem shows, they tend to fly as an independent but are supported by various organizations because they've issued pro cards in the past from the NGA and the INBA, PNBA. So, um, you know, even though it's more of an independent, there have been different organizations that they have affiliated the pro, pro end of it with. So you have that the uh, um, P4P Undefeated NGA. So, I mean, all of the organizations, they really have stepped up to have, like, that big end-of-the-year show. I mean, they're starting yes. to get that. It, they, they, ne- they necessarily may have thought they had it before, but I don't know that they did. But now that I say that, I need to do my due diligence, and because NGA has their big end-of-the-year show, too, 
and yeah, that's uh, yep, okay, and that's in Florida as well. Yes, it is, and let's see. Before we get to the big, big end of the year show that I am going to get to next, I want to make sure that we hit this one. Uh, Oh, and you know what? We can't forget the um, the uh, NGA NPC. That's that's another good show too. It it's it's historically done very well. I don't know that it's as large as some of the shows that we've been talking about. But it historically does very well. And the NPC stands for Natural Peoria Championships. That's coming up in Peoria, October 19th. So the NGA Nationals in Coral Springs, Florida, that's November 16th. So I, I, I guess it would be fair to say most organizations have their big end-of-the-year show, but there are some <laughs> shows that are starting to mirror the big end of the year show that aren't the quote unquote big end of the year show. So if that makes sense, I'm sure it does. You all are smart. You can understand and decipher my ramblings. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's just a good thing. It's just a good thing. So that's uh, the NGA nationals, the NGA pro universe championships coming up November 16th. So there is that. And so here we are, the show that I've been alluding to, and uh, it's happening about the same time as the NGA Nationals, and that is the INBA PNBA Natural Olympia, November 14th through the 17th. And I have to say, as big as some of these other shows are and the status and stature of athletes that, that they're attracting, I think this one, and you can disagree with me if you want, Kaylin, but I think this one has to be the granddaddy of all the shows. Oh, of yeah. all the end of the oh, year yeah. shows, think, maybe uh, all of the shows. Period. No, no, you're 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 right on. Uh, I can't argue with it or debate it because it it just simply is. It was the one that caught on. Uh, it had a lot of celebrities uh, back in the day. Uh, John Hansen was one of the, the paramount figures from the natural arena, and he fell under that banner. So you know, it just took off like a rocket ship, and it's, it's done very well ever since. So we we definitely don't want to forego that one because it, it's one of those ginormous. I wish it. I wish now with the Ironman that it would grow even larger, considering the, the format that they use and the, the popularity of the athletes that we have coming under that banner. So yeah, I'd be very interested to see how it turns out this year. I know 2020, uh, if all things goes well, Lord willing, Ed and I will both be out there for that and uh, be, be able to uh, hopefully step on stage as well or, or just uh, be in attendance. Either way, I, I'd love to make that my first time and be just beautiful for it because of 2020 and the year and the numbers. It just seems to, to work out very well. I, I'm just excited about it, but uh, got to do the P's and Q's and dot those I's and cross those T's to make sure that when we go there, we're going to be representing people's P's to its absolute best, and ourselves and, and everybody else that's been supporting. So, you know, that's one of them that's uh, really big. I can speak about the DPAC World because I was able to attend that one. And also, again, there's another story in that, but, you know, you can go through the back <laughs> back issues and back episodes. And it's, it's 
my life is different, and and I thank God for it. But I always <laughs> learn and grow from it. So we'll just leave it at that. That's funny. My life is different. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And love it. All right. So I. I don't know, that kind of rounds out the list. And I can't believe, I mean, what did we rattle off here? About eight shows? Somewhere yes. around there. I mean, it's all just very intense, high-caliber shows. I mean, really, if an athlete wanted to wait, like, until the fourth quarter, they could compete, like Kalen has done, pretty much every weekend for about, mm, you know, eight weeks, eight weeks straight, give or take a break, a week break, give or there, and just really probably compete against every major athlete they ever wanted to. Of course, you'd have to come yes. across the different organizations to get it all done, and I don't know how well anyone's body could actually handle that, but, uh, yeah, it could be done. Well, I know it, it could, could be, be done. done. I'm going it this year. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you did it, but I mean, I mean, just, just big show after big show after big show after big show after big show. I mean, they're all coming, and they're all coming, like, right now in quick succession. September, yes. October, November, every month. Every month has its highlight. Des, do you remember yes. where, I, I can't remember the organization, but I remember there was a chance for somebody to compete on a Friday, a Saturday and just by chance of the draw, a Sunday. And I was thinking, huh. wow, that would be really interesting. I can't remember the organization or the competitor, but it was just one of those uh, chances where an organization, because of the scheduling conflict, had to put the show on a Sunday instead of a Saturday. This was a couple of years back. I can't remember the the competitor or the organization, but I I always thought that would be really interesting, and I put that I slotted that in the back of my mind. Like if there was a chance for me to do that, I would love to accept that challenge and see how it would go. That would be brutal, is what it would be. But you know what? I've often thought about if I were to promote a show that I would want to do it on a Sunday. I know that probably wouldn't be popular, but I'd either want to do it on a Friday or a Sunday. But uh, I, you know, I don't recall that, but that would be very interesting. I, I mean, I, I would want them to have a doctor on hand all weekend to just be competing day after day after day, three days in a row. That would just in and of itself be absolutely crazy. I mean, beyond crazy. But still, huh, we're going to have to look huh. into that and see if we can't come up with that and how that actually turned out. Yeah, well, it was two organizations. Uh, one, ha- it was it, two state shows, so basically one state, and then competing in another state. And because there was an organization that had a scheduling conflict about the day, they had to change it from a Saturday to a Sunday. And the uh, athlete was thinking, well, why not? Because you know, how many times do you get that opportunity? I can't remember. Yeah. The yeah, I know we're getting off topic, guys. I get it. I get it. I really do. But I, that's one of those that's been intriguing me, and obviously it's stuck in the back of my head. So I, I don't want to, uh, to to leave that out because it's, that's, that is an interesting way to go about your life. And I, I would 
I mean, I would actually consider that if I ever was given that opportunity. I'm just saying. <laughs> and you know what, guys? I think it's okay that we're off topic because we're nearing the end of our show tonight, and I think we've covered everything that we want to cover. I don't yes, know. We maybe have. not. We did. <laughs> so I think that is okay. Um, but totally, totally interesting. We're going to have to do our homework on that one and see what we can come up with. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't even know where to start because it was, it wasn't even the main topic of the show. So my goodness, we're going to have to really, really get into the archives. Uh, you might not find Des and I for maybe three or four months. <laughs> <laughs> we tried it. If we try to pull out all those shows, oh, my goodness. But, uh, you know, you never know. Stranger things happen. You never know. So we'll we'll give it a shot and see what we can come up with. Um, but with that being said, when's your next show, Kalen? This weekend. This weekend. All right. Are you ready? How are you feeling? Uh, uh, do you really want to know? I can tell you. Well, I I think I want to know. That's why I asked. Okay, then I'm going to tell you. Today was supposed to be right. my uh, do the do the class, and I've, I've always been pushing myself to do those classes, even in prep, because I I don't want to take away from anyone because of a selfish want or need. So basically, I'll push my body to limit on that, and I'll still be working out, and I'll still take care of my clients, even if they need me to work out with them. Uh, today just happened to be one of those days where my uncle needed a tree cut down, and we did that as well. And this is the heat advisory day, so we'll find out how I am tomorrow because I got my butt kicked today, and I still got to get back for tonight's workout. So this is going to be very, very interesting how I look in the morning. Aside from that, there were other things going on at the church and the church lawn, so I got a nice little tan. Ivy will not have to work as hard on my arms this weekend. So, uh, yeah, she's going to wonder where the farmer came out and, and how I'm doing. So, you know, it's been one of those days where I got pushed to the extreme. I'm, a, I'm really curious as how my body's going to respond tomorrow. Uh, this is one of those press things. I know you guys question marks, but our bodies do things differently in prep than they do on a normal day, and I'm just as curious as everybody else would be as to what's going to happen tomorrow. Well, I might advise that you take a little extra rest, even though I'm, it's sounding like you are not going to do that, but I'll just throw my two cents out there. Well, your two cents might is well be, noted because you are my PhD. It might it might be to your it might be to your benefit actually, but that's all right. We'll see we'll see how this is gonna rock and roll out. So Yes, ma'am. All right. Okay, with that I think we're ready for a snickerdoodle shout out. Well, I think if I take enough snickerdoodle I'll be able to get my workout in tonight. <laughs> oh my goodness. Maybe some snickerdoodle with the all shucks. Oh my goodness. I, have you ever that's tried mixing those together? I, you know, I don't know. I was just, that might be just a little too much. I, to mix both of those together, I can't even. I don't even want to know what the consistency of that is. Can it be too much? 
I'm talking about the consistency of the drink. Somehow, I, but see the way see the way Kalen does it. I can't do it because I gag and choke and sputter. But he just throws stuff in his mouth and then drinks, you know, drinks and chaser after it, and he's good. I tried to do that once and I nearly killed myself. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. I guess funny. if anyone could, you could do it. Although I don't know, once it hits your digest, digestive tract, what that's gonna, what that's Ooh. gonna react like. So, yeah. there's a thought. You might just want to play that one safe, yeah, and not do that this time. Maybe that'll be an experiment for the off season. <laughs> there you go. I, I, right, I might guys. have to do this. <laughs> On behalf of. Uh, Kaylin, all the athletes competing this weekend. Good luck, our friends, and uh, the boys from P for P Muscle and myself. Shout out to Dorino Mackey. Thanks for the idea for the show. Your body is a temple, so take good care of it and rest it. Um, But then after it's rested, let's build it. (laughs) 